Welcome to Relationship Real Talk, Live the Life's podcast. For over 20 years, we've been dedicated to strengthening marriages and families through relationship education. For more information about us, you can visit us at livethelife.org. So today we kind of wanted to tackle a topic that I think a lot of people will probably be upset with me for bringing up at first because it's not really a topic that gets talked about a lot and it will probably offend some people. So I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, Um, (laughs) yeah, it's it's, going to be one of those topics, but you know, it's good to hear it. I mean, I think so, especially like just enlightening people. Um, So the topic is, there's no such thing as marriage problems. (gasps) I know. Thank you for the dramatic gasp. I really like that. I got you. Um, So I was kind of thinking about it, and I always hear people say, like, oh, yeah, we have marriage problems. Or, you know, I've been, me and my husband have been going through this miracle, miracle, (laughs) marriage difficulties. And so it kind of just got me thinking, you know, I think a lot of people place blame on this institution instead of taking an inner look at themselves. So, so so hold on, let's, let's break it down. Mm -hmm. What do you mean putting, putting everything on this institution? Mm -hmm. So institution, so marriage is you know, socially, it is a contract. Legally, it's a contract. It's something that's bringing two people together. And it isn't a tangible thing. You know, it's not like um, something that you can really put your finger on. Marriage is a concept. And if it is something tangible, it's a piece of paper that gives you legal rights and stuff. But really, I think everyone knows it's more than that tangible thing. It's, it's a mm-hmm. concept. It's an idea. It's something that we we can sort of understand, but also there's something about it that we don't understand. Okay. Okay. So what, what else? What else did you read in this article? Yeah. Bring so just a little bit. More. I did. I, I gave you a couple articles because I was talking about like, I'd love to have a conversation about this and see, you know, if we can find anything on this. And so I actually did. I found a couple really great articles. Um, and the first one that I want to talk about is talking about how, um, when we're thinking about marriage problems, it's actually individual problems and it's an individual acting or responding in an immature way to something. And so those immature reactions are basically, um, I say or do something to communicate an expectation for your, my spouse or whatever that my spouse doesn't meet, um, or, they do something that I take personally. I say something that is received as criticism. Um, I do something selfish and put what I want in front of their needs once without asking them about it. Or I fail to include the other person in planning something that involves them. So we can kind of sum up the idea of a marriage problem in those five things. And it really kind of boils down to, like, if you look at any of these, it's, it's really being selfish, which you know okay. is so basically <laughs> basically a lot of people just put more so the blame on marriage itself and if you really break down it it's more so a spotlight on you because yeah. you're interacting with one person mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis yeah, exactly. so you know your flaws are definitely going to show mm-hmm. so i that's why i did like it when you sent or like the articles when you sent it to me and even me i was reading like hmm 
Because you can even break it down to a relationship. Because yeah. even if you're going to, you know, before marriage, yeah. if you're going to actually be there with that person, you you know, your flaws are going to show. Yeah. And instead of blaming, which I like what it talked about, instead of blaming the other person, really sit back and take accountability. Okay, how are you presenting this? Yeah. to the person because that could definitely be an issue absolutely and so one of the other things that the article says is or there's another article that i found that i sent you and it talks about how um like you were saying marriage is not a fix-all flip that you're like okay well we have these like crazy communication and conflict issues so let's get married and that will fix everything mm-hmm. like that's kind of the conceptual cloud that I think a lot of people have is marriage will fix us. And so really what marriage is going to do is it's going to shine that spotlight on things that these two broken people are bringing into a relationship. Put a little pressure. Yeah, exactly. And just really amp up the heat on that issue that you thought divorce was going to, or sorry, whoa, marriage was going to fix in you. (laughs) Wow. Um, But so, This article says it a really cool way. So marriage gives me a chance to fix me. It gives us a chance to fix us. It does not give me a chance to fix you, which I think a lot of people really get caught into. Um, And then if you assume that marriage is going to give you an opportunity to shine light on what's going inside of you and really just allow that other person in and be vulnerable, then when things pop up and things like trigger you, you won't be surprised when it happens and you won't be like, well, why are you this way? And you won't be like asking, you know, what's wrong with my marriage? Like, why is marriage such a hard, like such a difficult thing, which it is, but I think it'll give us that deeper dive into, okay, what is marriage? What does it mean for us to be married? It doesn't mean that we're going to jump into this magical concept mm-hmm. and we're going to be perfect. It means I'm deciding to become my realist self with you and we're going to be vulnerable and things are going to come up and it's going to be really hard, but that gives me an opportunity to grow, not an opportunity to blame. So let me ask you something, Ashley. Do yeah. you think? Do you think... People run away from marriage now. You know, they like to blame it on everything else. You know, mm-hmm. oh, I can run into this problem, that problem, trust. Is it, do you think it's more so a maturity thing because you don't want to take accountability for maybe the things that you don't see? Well, and I think it has to do with that. I think there's a lot of reasons that people don't want to get married today. We know that today there's a almost crazy low of the marriage rate which is obviously one of the goals that we have is to show people marriage is actually really awesome even if it is hard but i think to your point of is it people being afraid well i think they're afraid on multiple levels because i think marriage they saw their parents marriage and it did bring out the worst in them because they were blaming each other they were fighting they were instead of looking to the inside to be like okay we're having a communication issue. Am I asking for what I need? Am I saying things to my partner that are building them up? Or am I just really trying to take, 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 take? So they saw this really toxic version of marriage. And so now they're saying, okay, I don't want anything to do with that. And if marriage is the problem, which it isn't, then I don't want anything to do with marriage. So I think that's where we have to flip the switch of, Marriage isn't the problem. There aren't marriage problems. There are people problems, which we bring into a marriage. And then to flip it, really, instead of looking at 
the negative light of you know marriage making people come together mm-hmm. it should really be more so a learning experience and a growing experience because yeah. at the end of the day you're you're finding your best friend mm-hmm. you're, you're yeah. this person that you plan on dying with mm-hmm. you're growing with them so i think a lot of people take that and use that fear almost because call it what it is yeah. a little fear from it mm-hmm. and they try to take that and use that as a scapegoat yeah. And that's where the article is saying the marriage is not a band-aid. It's not yeah. going to fix it. So instead of going into it like, oh, marriage is going to bring this, bring this, mm-hmm. look at it as, a, as an opportunity to learn that person. Oh, I'm yeah. really going to see all sides of this mm-hmm. person. And it's just going to make a healthier relationship. Well, and you bring up another great point of that expectation. Like, of course, we want to be in a happy, healthy my needs are getting met, your needs are getting met kind of a relationship. Those are expectations that we all have, but we, are we communicating any of our expectations as we move into marriage? Most of us Mm -hmm. are not. Yeah. Most of us are just like, we assume that marriage is a magical switch that we can flip. And when we get into that marriage, oh, he's not going to play video games anymore because we'll be married. Or she's not going to nag and complain that I don't spend time with her because we'll be married. No, we all have these needs that are underlying needs that we need to identify why we have them, identify how our spouse can meet them, and then realize that those things as we move forward are going to be the things that make us happy and healthy. They're not just going to go away. No, that person will still be that person <laughs> in that marriage. They just need to be understood. These these issues that we have are coming from before. They will be moved into and they will be put a magnifying glass on what's happening within our relationships. And then truthfully, going back to the communication thing, because they even talked about that in the article, it's more so how you approach the issues that pop up instead of reacting out of emotion. Mm -hmm. Of course, things are going to flare up because you're saying things that you probably don't mean (laughs) just the first thing that comes to your head. Instead, really sit back. They will. So the other person will accept your approach Mm -hmm. if it's more human, if Mm -hmm. it's more on a you know, one-to-one basis. It's not criticize, criticize, point the fingers, right. you, you, you. Yeah. More so have a dialogue and say, you know, this happened and I'm, and this how it made me feel. Yeah. And then you guys can build off of that. And exactly. And like what you're saying, this is how it made me feel. Owning the fact that we do have feelings and it's okay to have those negative emotions in marriage. It's okay to have those negative emotions in your relationship because if we're trying to be at a 10 emotionally, like, oh, I'm good, I'm happy all the time, that's not a real relationship. That's not real life. Exactly, that's not real life. (laughs) You're only exposing your partner to 20% of who you really are because there's all that negative stuff underneath that needs to be coming out and needs to be shared in order for that vulnerability and bond and connection to happen so that's a great point and I think that you know another thing that comes with this whole marriage problems like I don't want to say people don't have issues people don't have problems of course there are issues there are things that we need to be fixed but if you think about you know what are some of the top problems that people have in marriage and it's you know there's finances there's um, adultery there's communication and all of those things stem from something that's happening personally finances do i feel stable do i feel like i had a childhood where i could um 
I was fed, I was fed, I was taken care of, I had all of my financial needs needs secured, or am I coming from a place where I felt like I had nothing and mm-hmm. I need to hold on to that? And so we have these two different perspectives of what's going on in a relationship and both of us think we're right. We're not willing to step into that other person's shoe and see that perspective, that other person's perspective and come to a middle ground. Facts. You are saying nothing but (laughs) the truth right now. Yeah. And I think another thing that's really awesome, you just made the point of saying something that we didn't mean to say. Mm -hmm. And like one of the biggest things we do here at Live the Life is teaching skills that will actually take you from that. I'm acting on emotion. That's what we call being in not in our high brain, but in our low brain where we have turned off the thinking part of our brain. Literally, there's no brain activity happening in our higher functioning logical brain. It's all emotion. And so we're speaking from that. And so what we do here at Live the Life is we teach you skills to bring you back to that part where we can light up that front part of your brain again and get you communicating on a level that isn't just this is how I feel. I'm going to t- say whatever I want to say, defend, defend, fl- fight, flight, you know, all of those things. But really, I am coming from a place where I know that I love you and I want to communicate with you. I want to understand what you're saying so that we can move forward. And that's important the, because, yes, everybody has feelings, but that doesn't mean you can't say everything that mm-hmm. com- comes to you. Right. A lot of people try to you know, use that as, an, oh, I was in emotional, mm-hmm. I was emotional state. Yeah. Nah, yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't work like that all And the if time. you think you about it, accountability. on a day-to-day basis, whether you're at work, with your family, with your significant other, there are things running through your mind all the time. Every second. And, but you're able to keep them inside because you have that frontal cortex, your neocortex keeping you like, mm, that's probably not the best idea for me to say. Because you understand logically, okay, I'm just feeling that's going to pass. And we treat, when we get in these arguments and we get all heated, we treat our feelings like they're facts. And really, our feelings are just feelings. And I could be angry right now and in 24 hours, be literally laugh at what I was angry at, right? (laughs) And so, but we're going to, we're going to treat our significant other in a way that we're not even allowing them to get our, our most logical self, our most empathetic self, mm-hmm. we are just going to bombard them with our most emotional self. And it's not the way. Not mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Well, you have any more notes you want to highlight <laughs> from, <laughs> from it? I pretty think they pretty much get the point. Yeah. It's well, not that marriage, coming into marriage isn't going to fix the problem. At the end yeah. of the day, it comes down to being human and actually communicating with each other. Exactly. Because those issues and feelings are going to be present you just have to communicate. That's all it is. The simple answer. Exactly. And I was like kind of trying to think of a metaphor for this. And I feel like this one gets used a lot, but I'm going to use it. So I, saying you have marriage problems is kind of like saying you have gym problems. Like if you're trying to lose weight and you sign up for a membership, right? And you never go to the gym, mm-hmm. you drive past it and you're, you, you, maybe you walk in the door and then you walk out the door and you, you call the gym and then you 
but you never really do the work, mm-hmm. then you can't tell someone I have gym membership problems. Like I, I, just, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I can't lose the weight. You like can't. it just mm-hmm. it's 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 my gym membership. I think I need to change gyms. I'm gonna change gyms. You know, it's gotta be the gym. It's their fault. It's their problem. Exactly, and then kind of just like right, exactly that you don't see, and that you don't utilize. Yes, and so just kind of thinking of marriage, like if you aren't willing to go do the work and actually work on this thing that is actually so worth it. If you can have that happy, healthy marriage on every indicator, it shows us that marriage actually makes us happier and healthier in the long run. A happy, healthy marriage makes us better on so many different levels. But if you're not willing to put in that work and identify, okay, I do need to go. I do need to go work on this. I need to identify what needs to be done in myself, go work on it. And then that that's, that's when you can actually have two people who are more healthy becoming healthy in their marriage. Making something beautiful. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, thank you guys for listening today. I hope you learned something. Would you like to shout out the article one more time? Oh, yeah. Well, there's a couple different articles. If you guys want to email us for them, um, I would be glad to send them out. Um, The first one is three reasons why a romantic relationship won't fix you. And the other one is marriage problems don't exist. And then the last one is marriage won't fix your problems. Um, So if you guys want the links to any of those, please let us know. And I'll be happy to send them out. Thank you everybody for listening. I hope you feel educated, encouraged, and empowered to thrive in whatever relationship you're in. Thank you.